The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. I almost forgot the the back part of Welcome Back, but yeah, welcome back to Far Lines of Bust. Were you ooh, were you at all intrigued and hypnotized by the floating blocks of dirt and cobble? This is a crazy effect that's probably making many of you close the window right now. Sorry, I apologize. Let's break out of the previous episode's hidey hole here on an island next to a cow and think about nay actually continue west here in episode 522 of the series and let's do so in a boat why don't we i think this is west sure this is west because that's east the sun is rising over there so yeah i just punched myself in the head but let's forget about that it is episode 522 it is saturday october 24th 2015 and we're going to get shot by the skeleton aren't we uh, Go by. Must go faster. Must go faster. And we're safe. All right. Neat. Uh, so yeah, episode 522, we are up to $7,319.42 raised for Child's Play Charity this season, season six of the series. As we continue to do that over at farlandsorbust.com, there's a widget, a box, a graphic, if you will, an interactive button for you to press to say donate, and you can donate any any amount you shall choose to Child's Play Charity, and that'll help us get towards our goal this season, but also, and more importantly, help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, indeed. But let us continue on. Let us continue on indeed. Hey, how about... I'm hoping that that video is up before this video is, but how about that Rocket League video, huh? Y'all should check it out. It was quite, quite the great video production value <laughs> and action-packed suspense and intrigue and comedy and friendship. And and other such things and sportsmanshipnessness likeness over over uh, over with uh, our friends in Asia and Lofty, the Clench City Dream Crushers going up against the famed and undefeated air quotes Washington Capitalizers. Good times were had there. So yeah, if you don't watch Rocket League, that's an episode of Rocket League you want to watch. Uh, I think it's really, it's one of those games that's really easy to watch and really makes for good, uh, makes for good YouTube because it's a, you know, there's not a long drawn out process. It's not a, it's not a UHC or, or anything like that that takes multiple episodes to get invested in. Not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with UHC, but it's just a quick, there's no sequential. Even though I put numbers on the episodes, you don't have to watch them in order. They're all just individual matches. It's a fairly easy concept, the game, to, to understand. At least as a viewer, it's kind of difficult to grasp as, as a player to, to get good at. But um, but yeah, I, I feel like Rocket League is that, and, and this last episode is the best yet! Because we're, we're all playing against people we know, and it's it's good times, and there are, there are unexpected results indeed. So go check that out! 
really absolutely hoping that that video goes live long before this episode of Far Lines of Bus does. But yeah! <laughs> Programming note. Oh, man. So cool stuff. And, uh, yeah. S well, eh, I was gonna say, speaking of, but I'm, this really has nothing to do with it. The only, the only major news item that I really have today is if you are on the west coast of Mexico, be careful and stay dry and perhaps stay bolted to the floor because this Hurricane Patricia is is a crazy one. I never, you never heard about hurricanes hitting like the west coast off of the Pacific and stuff before, have we? This feels like kind of the first last couple of years is the first we've heard about it but yeah there's this hurricane that's coming off the Pacific off to the west you know is going to hit or perhaps has hit by this episode goes up the the west coast of Mexico around Puerto Vallarta and Guadalajara and uh, that's a big one it's the biggest in recorded history to hit the west coast of Mexico and and I think even the biggest hurricane to come off of the Pacific. And it's a Category 5 plus. A Category 5 plus. That means it's over 190 miles per hour winds. 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 Not gusts. Sustained winds. That's insanity. That is insanity. And uh, that's scary stuff. So be careful out there. And uh, another thing it's affecting is the United States Grand Prix. The Formula One race that's supposed to be happening in Texas is uh, is having some problems getting running because of all the rain that's actually wrapping up and, and going to be caused by this hurricane. Apparently it's going to kind of take a hard right east and go over the mainland of Mexico and then all that remnant moisture is going to go up into Texas. So there's a lot of flood advisories in Texas and stuff and can't I don't know I mean Formula One as we found out in the video game Races in the rain, but they don't race in a hurricane. I don't think I think a couple practices have been canceled uh, They might be canceling the qualifying which will move it back a day and, and then the race I'm assuming gets moved back and stuff so wacky weird wild stuff coming out of this once again this this extreme El Nino situation that the forecasters have seen coming and and this is just the first of of uh, I'm assuming many things. I don't think I was I was trying to find out but apparently it, it's not going to affect, you know, being here in Arizona, I was quite surprised at the fact that oh yeah, I guess some of these tropical storms and hurricanes that that come off the Pacific uh, kind of end up uh, getting Arizona as well. I, I really didn't even consider that. Somebody from the Midwest, from Chicago, really never had to worry about hurricane remnants. There were a few times, uh, just like kind of crazy, just a lot of rain or whatever, but uh, yeah, I didn't even, I, I don't know why that never even dawned on me. I'm like, oh yeah, I am kind of close, closer to the Pacific, aren't I, in, in the Gulf of Mexico. Hmm. Probably could have, should have uh, considered the geography before moving. Not that it would have changed any minds, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I don't think it, yeah, like I was saying, I don't think it is going to, because all the forecast here is all dry, dry, dry. Then again, well, yeah, I know. Then again, the uh, the forecasters in Arizona, Phoenix specifically, don't really have that hard of a job. So <laughs> it seems like they maybe aren't as on top of things as, say, a forecaster in Chicago or on the coastline or something like that. 
It is, however, funny. Whenever there is any amount of rain, <laughs> that is the tap story of the night on Phoenix Network News. Let's let's go to an outside outside shot of this light drizzle. Light drizzle. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. A little bit funny. But hey, it's it's that's that's what happens around the globe as you get different climates and different weather patterns and whatnot. So can't can't blame them. Can't blame them. Ba to you too, sheep. Ba to you too. So yeah, everybody be careful there, and uh, hopefully everything isn't so bad as it is feared. Ba to you as well, my sheep friend. Do we have? No, we used all of our boats. We used all of our boats. All right. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's weird, wacky, wild stuff. Let's actually let's get to some questions here. We've had some very heavy topics, man, <laughs> the last few episodes, talking about YouTube Red. And I don't know if I made it clear. I tried to say so in the description, but it might. We're, we're still waiting to find out. The countdown continues. What is it? The 28th is when it launches. Uh, and obviously, only launching in the United States kind of changes the uh, the demographics, the, the possibilities for it. It might. It very well might. I know I was quite pessimistic about the whole thing. It very well might. There's like three or four possible outcomes. Uh, the first one is that nobody signs up for it, and it doesn't affect anything. That's 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 a like I suppose a, a successful failure, I guess, on, on the part of us as creators. Uh, the second possibility is that a bunch of people sign up for it, and it feels that you know all of a sudden, instead of having to depend on the pool of of revenue from advertising, which has been steadily, dramatically dropping the past two years or so. Uh, instead of depending on that, now suddenly there's another influx of revenue from subscribers that fills that gap and does well to support all YouTubers, specifically specifically smaller YouTubers. Perhaps the divisions of such funds are are, are well enough to, to help all of us and, and all, all YouTubes of all sizes and and it is a new it is a new successful renaissance of the of the platform and everybody's happy. Uh, however, <laughs> optimistic that may be, that's to me anyway probably the least likely of the outcomes. Uh, let's go to sleep and uh, continue in the morning. And uh, creeper. I saw you over there, Ness. Yeah, you're patrolling. You're patrolling. So yeah, that I feel is the least likely of the outcomes. I want to think it's the most likely of the outcomes, but then again, this morning, I logged into YouTube, and there are only three videos in my subscription feeds. So yeah, just the technical side of things, I'm not 100% confident in YouTube's abilities there. I know it's a it's a big website and things are difficult to keep under control, but there are some pretty basic core features that you would hope they'd have a handle on by now. Uh, so yeah, the, the 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 other outcome is people sign up for it, ads stop getting shown, and the division of revenue from the subscriptions isn't great for creators, specifically smaller creators, perhaps with lower view counts. We still don't know how they're divvying up the the, the revenue 
It just is basically the terminology is they're taking the same 45% that uh, that uh, YouTube takes from ads, which is a little bit high. There have been comparisons to Spotify and, and other such subscription services that only take like 21% or 29%, I think is what they take. Certainly, of course, they've had they have the full weight of huh, they have the full weight of music recording studios and publishers behind them to negotiate those better deals, but uh, but yeah, let, let, let's say, oh, it, it doesn't fill that gap and and perhaps causes things to be worse. Um, who knows? Who knows? Or perhaps twofold, it scares advertisers away, so so both the, the subscriber uh, fees, the red fees, are low, as well as it, it increases the decline of advertising revenue. I don't know, it's hard to say. We're just gonna have to wait and see. Like I said in the last episode, we're just gonna have to wait and see. That's really all we can do now. We've all signed on because we had, uh, you know, a, a gun held to our backs to, to do so, and uh, we'll just have to uh, wait and see. Um, yeah. All right, and I've, I've mentioned this before. No, not nuts to it. Next topic. No more, no more, no more, I say. I can't take it anymore. Let's let's move on to other to other uh, topics. Speaking of which, topics provided by and asked by donors to Child's Play Charity over at farlinesbus.com. When you donate, you can leave a question. And Crumbalina, a frequent viewer of live streams lately, Twitch Tuesday and whatnot, Crumbalina has donated very generously to Child's Play Charity and has a question. She she has two questions here. I'm also assuming you're a she because of the Lena part of your name. Uh, apologies if I'm wrong, but assuming. She has a flob question and then another, like, general question. So I'm going to answer the flob question. I don't want to overstep my bounds here. So the flob question, it was, it was literally pointed out as a flob question, is do you plan... Whoops, whoops, missed that step. Do you plan to mine again anytime soon? I don't know. I suppose depending on how long these diamond boots last, but I don't know that I have a particular reason to mine in Far Lands or Bust, that is to say, go underground in the in the mines, in the uh, in the canyons, in the caverns, in the what are those called? Caves. Caves. The only reason to mine would be to search for resources. The only resources I would need would be diamond. I don't have any use for for gold or, or redstone or anything. So I don't have any immediate inkling as to a reason I would go mining. Uh, I get a lot of my iron from don dungeons, from Don Draper, from dungeons, excuse me, and that seems to hold me over quite well. I, I made a shiny new iron helmet from it, and, and some new tools that are just waiting to be put into the into the batter's box there for for when these break. So yeah, I don't I don't feel any reason to mine. It also slows things down a bit. We're not making too much progress to the far lands when we stop and mine. It's also very dangerous. Both for myself and Wolfie. Yes, I could sit Wolfie down, but say I get shot or accosted by a zombie, Wolfie would suddenly stand up and spawn next to me to try to defend me, and that would be bad 
if I'm like at level 11 where there's a bunch of lava around me or or, or there's a, a lot of zombies or spawners or something. So it's 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 almost not worth the risk, honestly. I suppose in in dire straits, if I were to die for the first time, I've never died in Far Lands of Bust in this Far Lands of Bust world, by the way, if you didn't know that. If I were to die and say lose all my items and I couldn't find them again and I couldn't recover them, I suppose some sort of mining operation would be necessary. I suppose I could start with some leather armor or and you know stone tools would be all right, but I would eventually need to make another compass at least, right? Another compass. We would lose the golden apple of episode 311ness. That would be a tragedy. That would be a tragedy and a half. So yeah, I suppose that it would only be in emergency situations, I feel, that mining would be necessary. But thank you so much for the for the donation and... Whoa, the, the question. Otake has a weird one here. A weird question from Otake. If you could make one technology from Star Trek real by snipping your fingers... Oh, you mean... <laughs> You mean snapping your fingers. You said snipping your fingers. I thought this was some sort of crazy how to join the Yakuza style thing, like snip off your fingers. Uh, all right, snapping, snapping your fingers. That sounds much more a thing a normal person would say, Otaku. Uh, so by snapping your fingers, it, it is snipping. It, I copied and pasted this and it says S-N-I-P-P-I-N-G. Snipping. Snapping your fingers, which would you choose? I hope you still mean snapping. Transporter, warp drive, replicators, tractor beam, holodeck? Well, holodeck we almost kind of have-ish. We're getting into the VR stuff that I would like to eventually try out, if not cost prohibitive, which it sounds like it might be the first generation or so. Probably teleporter. Probably teleporter, just because I don't like flights. <laughs> I, I don't mind flying, I'm not afraid of flying. I quite enjoy f the act of flying and getting a window seat and being able to look out over our little planet here. But the time invested in flying, it's... Uh, I'm really becoming an old curmudgeon when it comes to, well, it'd be cool to go to this place, but do I really want to spend 10 hours of my life in each direction sitting in a seat and being essentially, you know, held captive and unable to do a dang thing for those 10 hours. And I don't see what one could do well with in-flight Wi-Fi. It's not like I'm gonna get a bunch of work done. I'm not gonna record a bunch of videos and upload a bunch of videos or anything. Uh, I don't... I can't. I, it, it is impossible for me to sleep on an airplane. I suppose that would be different if I could sleep on an airplane than it would, you know, uh, I would rather be able to, like, go under, you know, like like I got with my wisdom teeth, because that's, like, instantaneous. There's no dreams, no nothing. It's just, but bam you suddenly wake up four hours later, and uh, all your teeth are gone. <laughs> and, oh, man, sounds like a sounds like a, a bad night in, in, in Reno. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, probably the teleporters would be fun. It would be nice to just be like, oh, I want to hang out with this person. Zoop, all right, I'm here, let's hang out, and I can go back for dinner or whatever, you know? So, or breakfast. Sorry. Uh, 
yeah, so probably I'll go with the teleporter. I also need to admit that I don't really watch or have watched Star Trek, so I don't know all the lore and the technology and the memes and, and you know, the, the stuff from Star Trek. I mean, I suppose if you want to get totally universal about it, why not the warp drive to be able to enable much more extended and vast human exploration. Oh, that was one of your options. Yeah, human exploration. I'm not sure they would choose me to do that human exploration of, of the universe and nearby planets and potential life, but the warp drive, I suppose, would be the unselfish thing to ask for, but the, the selfish for my own personal life usage, uh, I would go with... Uh, I would go with the, the teleporter. Look at that! True diversity and partnership amongst sheeps happening over there. It's it's the black and white cookie from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, man. Similar question from an anonymous donor. If you could choose one fictional universe to live in, what would you choose? I'm pretty sure I've gotten this question before, possibly multiple times, and I probably answered it pretty pretty unspectacularly by saying, I don't know. It's <laughs> a tough question. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of fictional universes that I would probably want to visit, but do I want to get stuck in them? Like, do I want to live in Harry Potter world? I don't know. I've never read or seen any of the Harry Potter, so I don't know what that's like. Uh, or, you know, the Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, or, or anything like that. Star Trek world, Star Wars world. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Let's go with the Simpsons world. Springfield, USA. <laughs> Just absolutely craziness goes on there. And you get to eat Guatemalan death chili peppers and go on to weird trips into the desert and talk to a coyote of um, Johnny Cash and get guided. That's right. All right, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And I said the word morning a little bit weird there, didn't I, Ness? <laughs> didn't I, Wolfie? Didn't I? Have a seat. There we go. And a boop. Yep, he ate that. All right, good. See, I really don't know. I'm sorry that I, I don't... I can't say I've gotten ever, like, 100,000%... Ooh, look at all these sheeps into uh, different universes or book series. You know, I've never... I was a fan of Star Wars for a while, and I'm kind of reservedly looking forward to this next Star Wars, especially now that the first trailer is out. But I was never, like, super invested in anything like that. I still haven't seen The Martian, by the way. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see that. I'm barely getting a chance to record these videos. I need to record Eidolon, I need to record Dirt Rally, I need to record Forza, and I've totally forgotten about Dark Echo. Come on, man. This is your job. Do it. Just do it. As the crazy internet man said once. <laughs> um, gosh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I really wish I had a better answer for you. Or, like, an enthusiastic answer for you, really. But I don't. The Simpsons universe would be interesting. 
But again, I don't know that I want to live there. <laughs> that doesn't seem like too friendly a place to get trapped under a dome. But the jokes would be hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Travis, lately a frequent donor to Child's Play Charity here. I'm sure you, being the space nerd you are, hey! Who you calling a space? <laughs> You've heard of alien megastructures. I haven't. And all the media hyperbole around it. No. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. I don't know what you're talking about. Alien megastructures? Is this some sort of crazy history channel? Conspiracy theory? Crazy-haired aliens guy? Is that what this is? Or is this the theory that they came and built all the pyramids? Um, the, or, or like satellite images of other planets show weird stuff? I don't, I don't know what this actually is. You'll have to let me know in the comments. I mean, I suppose uh, a better uh, person would have looked this up beforehand to have provided a better response. But it doesn't sound too legit. <laughs> you know, I, I you can probably assume what my thoughts on the matter are. That looks like a monster mouth with an underbite, does it not? It's got the teeth. Monster mouth with an underbite. But you're actually a cave. <laughs> and, and there's a new plot for a sitcom, if I ever saw one. <laughs> You've got an underbite, but you're actually a cave. Guess we'll find out what happens next, womp womp. <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry Travis, I have not, but I'm assuming it seems like some sort of pea-brained, whoa, alien conspiracy theory thing. If it is it like a legit thing? Is this just like a weird buzzword for like actual, like Olympus Mons on Mars is like the largest volcano in the solar system and it's it's a mega structure that was geologically created or or am I like trying to put too much behind it indeed uh let's see here here's a weird one Xavier penguin Xavier penguin do you believe that otherworldly energies energy Exists such as ghosts, spirits, etc. If so, have you ever felt a presence that you couldn't explain or had unexplained things happen to you? If not, why don't you think ghost spirits exist? I think as a kid growing up, I didn't understand a lot of things, so there were moments where I think I saw a ghost. Or, at one point, I swear I hallucinated a lion in the hallway of my house while I was trying to sleep. Uh, there was a very interesting story that I'm sure I've told before where I had a... Here's a perfect example. I, have a, I had a remote control car. Kind of a cheapo one. But even when you turned it off, some wires were crossed or something, probably in the controller or something, even when you had it off, it would start to move, like the, the wheels would steer, or it would go forward, back, forward, backward, you know, it just do weird stuff like that. And one night, I apparently had it next to my bed, or, or near my bed, trying to sleep, afraid of the dark, anyway, as a child. 
all of a sudden, it starts to drive. Like, that actually happened. It starts to drive and do the little, you know, the servos start to make noise and the wheels spin or something like that. I immediately freak out, jump like a literal freak out, jump out of my bed, run down the hall, and jump into my sister's bed for whatever reason she was going to protect me or something, I don't know. And, of course, that image, from her perspective, probably freaked her out. Suddenly, <laughs> there's a body flying through the door at her, jumping into bed, <laughs> screaming at the top of his seven-year-old high-pitched lungs voice. Uh, looking back at it, that was not a ghost, it was just a really crappy remote control car, because that always happened. Even when you were playing with it, it would sometimes do things you didn't want it to, but it was just a bad remote control car. So, yeah, I mean, as a kid I would have had a different answer for you, but having now grown up and being... Ooh, a tree, whoops. A little bit more conscious of the world around me, I'm not at all in belief or interested in those sort of things. Kind of like how I said it was kind of bogus, the whole vortex healing crystals psychic palm reading stuff that goes on up in Sedona quite a bit. Uh, Sedona, Arizona, uh, a little bit up north here from me uh, when I mentioned that. And, you know, to further the point, there were those shows, the ghost, uh, what were the, the really weird guy? Ow! With the, the frosted tips. No, he didn't have frosted tips, he just had like 16 pounds of gel in his hair or something. Was it Ghost Adventures? Where like he went and like tried to berate the ghosts. <laughs> you come out now! You know, like, really dumb stuff like that. That's... I, I mean, I don't understand. I can see the pixels, <laughs> you know? I can, I can see behind the curtain already that it's all... It's all a, a, a joke, a... It's, it's, all, it's a put-on. It's like, it's like Bear Grylls' survivalist thing. You often see pictures of the crew standing behind him and there's like an international highway. Uh, an interstate highway behind him when he's actually supposed to be, like, lost in the forests of Oregon or something. So, yeah, I don't uh, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Uh, it's quite a relief. Uh, I mean, I still hear noises and stuff in the night, but my brain now, instead of going to, oh my gosh, it's a spooky ghost or uh, the previous owner's dead ferret or something trying to come out and, and murder me, it's like, oh, it's like an actual human trying to get into my house to murder me. You know, that's that's the first place my my brain goes now is uh, I'm more scared of the real things than the not real things. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where my mind goes. And maybe that's why I really can't find too much enjoyment in in ghost stories or movies or or that sort of horror slash scare genre just because it is more comedy to me than it is it is realism so that that was a very halloweeny question to ask Xavier penguin well done but uh yeah no i'm uh, i'm afraid i do not it is it, it it like i said has been quite the relief because that as a child causes a, quite a deal of stress and emotional anguish to be thinking there are constantly ghosts uh, or something grabbing your leg or whatever and hiding under the covers. It's it's a no good. It, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I wish somebody told me from the get-go. <laughs> of course, would I believe them? I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, thanks for that question. Ah, uh, let's. Whoa, I totally missed that block now, didn't I? Um. Yeah, the sun's going down. Let's 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 wrap up those questions right there. On this Saturday edition of Farlands Bust. I hope everybody's been enjoying. If, uh, yeah, by the way, if you are a patron of mine over at patreon.com slash kurtjmac, please go check the Patreon feed, because there is a patron-only survey that if you would please take a few moments to take, that would be much appreciated. Get a little bit of a behind-the-scenes influence upon the future of both Patreon and the channel. I'm not, like overhauling and upending everything or completely anything like that but just little I just need a little bit more than what I can't understand out of the YouTube analytics to try to see uh, the sort of stuff people like or want or, or, or suggestions or what they don't like what the change you know uh, stuff like that where they watch from how they watch other people they want you know just a, a lot of stuff like that uh, would be really helpful so if you are a patron please check that out uh, probably in a couple weeks, I'll be doing something similar, depending on the success of this one. Just that'll make available to all, to all, and to all a good night. No, to all to uh, to take a little Kurt J survey to help me out. That would be also much appreciated, but I'll let you know that specifically. Uh, I do need to keep one for patrons and one for general subs, just to get a better uh, idea. Statistics and whatnot. Ooh, this is a... Special, special, it's a special little hidey hole. You know what, let's make it super special by giving ourselves uh, a front porch. Yes! Oh, you can't place, there we go, okay, well, I guess you can do it like that. Do you want to sit on the front porch, Wolfie? Uh, there's a slight problem that I can't get out of here now, but... <laughs> there we go, oh, zombies are coming. Gotta go, Wolfie. Don't mind if I do. Ooh, let's just leave it open like that, let's see what happens. Oh, can't see. All right, let's uh, make the rest of this hee hoo and call this an episode. And, and also, like I said, if if I if I can speak English, if I could suggest any one non-Farlands or Bust episode, that is not at all where I intended to put that. I would recommend today's Rocket League episode. Because it is magic. Magic! You could say it's supernatural! Ooh! <laughs> oh, and even with the spooky noises in the background. Thanks, Minecraft. Backing me up. Um, yeah, alright. I think we're set. Boop. And that's going to be weird, but it might have a problem with rodents or something coming through there. But, uh, but yeah, thank you for watching episode 522 of Farlands of Bust. Head over to farlandsbus.com to keep donating to Child's Play charity. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time.
No more, I say. I can't take it anymore. 